Whether the action is at the link or the bank, there's never an off day on Broad Street. It's the biggest news of the day, every day, with takes from someone who's never short on them. It's WIP Daily with Joe Giglio. Welcome on in, WIP Daily. Joe Giglio with you. Appreciate everyone subscribing, following the podcast, of course, here. And uh, our YouTube page, 94WIP, put up all our video podcasts for myself and Tucker Bagley. Hop on there, subscribe every way you can to the show. And appreciate everyone, uh, of course, with the comments on YouTube as well. We put our shows up there. All right, today I want to dive in a little bit on the Eagles. And as we get closer and closer to the start of the season, preseason next week, and we're thinking about their offense and what it's going to be like under new offense coordinator Brian Johnson, who was a guest the morning show this week, and really if they can take this offense to a new level from where they were last year. And last year they were an incredible offense. They really were one of the best in the NFL. And the thought process is, well, get better, be better. How can they be better? And at first blush, like my first thought is there's no way the Eagles could actually have a better offense than last year. They averaged 29 you know, points per game. They were at times unstoppable. It seemed like in first halves of games when they wanted to foot on the gas, they couldn't be stopped. But a couple things that that stood out to me, one said by Ron Jaworski this week on the morning show with the Cameron Ritchie, and then a couple observations from last year. So, and, I, and I do have some reasons why I think this actually could be a better offense this year than it was last year. So, so the first thing, let's just go with something that Brian Johnson addressed this week, something that stood out to me last year, so then we've talked about in the show, is that the Eagles were not very good against the Blitz, and the Eagles seemingly didn't have many, very many answers against the Blitz. And I think that was a major issue in the Super Bowl. You saw late in the game when the Eagles ultimately decided to punt the football away, which was a disastrous decision by Nick Sirianni in the fourth quarter. But that third down play, the, the Kansas City Chiefs blitzed, and Jalen Hurts basically had no answer on the play and had to get rid of the football. And, and it, it, it kind of snowball affected the drive into the game and to the outcome. This year, I think they need to be way better with hot reads and, and simple plays to get the ball to Jalen Hurts' hands against the Blitz. But also, and we're seeing this a lot in training camp and the reports coming out, the Eagles using the back side of the backfield to catch the football at a more frequent pace. DeAndre Swift was really imported for that especially, um, you know, I think we'll see a bigger role for a guy like Kenny Gainwell, who's been pretty good at this for the last couple of years. And then, of course, there's Rashad Penny, who's been catching the ball in the backfield in camp, even though it's not something he's really done a lot of in the NFL. So if they can marry the idea of more hot reads, more simplicity against the blitz in terms of the pass structure, and they get the backs involved to maybe create some easier third down instead of third and seven because they do a swing pass to the back on you know, on second and seven, you know, maybe that's, maybe it's a third and two, third and one. And then all of a sudden that kind of play is, is pretty advantageous for this Eagles offense. So I think that's a a big thing. The other thing that I'm, I'm really curious about with this offense is, you know, if the NFL can catch up to the RPO game and if the NFL could catch up to what the Eagles do so well, what Jalen Hurts does so well, and that is the the ride and decide kind of offense because it really is creative. I remember last year, Dan Orlovsky had mentioned that the Eagles out of empty, but then also the RPO, they're just unstoppable because they have so many potential ways to beat you between Jalen Hurts's running ability, his throwing ability, their big time receivers on the outside, Dallas Goddard. There really was no way to defend at all. The Eagles have created an offense where there is no one way 
to defend it all. And this brings us back to the, you know, the debate that I think we've, we've been having internally, externally for a little while here, which is Jalen Hurts and how much did he run the football. And this offense only works to its maximum degree. It's, it's best level if there is a real threat that Jalen Hurts is going to run the football. And I think back to Chip Kelly when he was running um, you know, a similar kind of ride and decide RPO type of thing with Sam Bradford. And it's, it's funny because, you know, when it comes to play action, pure play action, think of the Kirk Cousins of the world running play action, you know, Matt Ryan back in the day, there's always this feeling like you need to establish the run to make play action work. And then, you know, numbers come out over time and, and people dive into data. And, and the reality is you don't really need to do that. I mean, if you run a play action pass, it's just natural instinct and it usually works. The linebackers bite up. But that being said, you know, you do have to have the threat that you could run the football. Like the, the Falcons with Matt Ryan or the Vikings with Kirk Cousins. They've had good backs. They've had good running games. There is a threat. So it doesn't really matter how many times you do it. Just like in the RPO game with Jalen Hurts, are we counting each game? Like how many times he actually hands it versus how much he, thro- he keeps it and, and throws it or keeps it and runs it? We're not really. We're just seeing that the plays work because the, the threat of, of what Jalen Hurts is doing with the ride and decide is, is causing the reaction from the defense. So as we go through this and, and we kind of evolve the Eagles offense and the Eagles offense evolves and they try to become a better unit than they were last year, that's going to be the big thing. So in a vacuum, in a very small sample, week one, week two, week three, is it really going to matter how much Jalen Hurts actually keeps it and runs? I don't think so, because teams will still be attacking it, adjusting off it based on what they saw last year. But as time goes on, it is the other side of the coin to Jalen Hurts and his longevity in the NFL and, and the decision the Eagles have to make, because if teams start to realize he is not going to run the football, then that takes the effectiveness of the play the Eagles are running and it really changes it. It, it, it just, it does. Because it, I just don't think it'll be as effective if Jalen Hurts isn't a runner. So it's a very fine line between what they did last year, what they want to do this year, the best version of themselves, very fine line here for the Philadelphia Eagles to walk. And I'm sensing there's optimism this offense could be better. I, I really am sensing that. And Look, I, could they score as many points? Yeah, they, they might be able to. Could they score more points? Maybe they're going to be in more shootouts this year. A couple of things on the other side of the equation in terms of more points or a better offense this year that I think is, is worth noting because what you're kind of talking about, you know, just the idea of, of how good this offense could be and, and really can they be better? Can the Eagles offense actually be better than it was last year? So I do think Jalen Hurts can be better. I, I do think his accuracy could jump up another point or two. And he could be even more efficient. And for all the reports, you know, Elliot's training camp report card every single day. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's been, you know, incredible. And he looks even, even better. So I, I do think there's a shot that Jalen Hurts could be even better this year. I do like their running back room this year better than last year. I, I'd, I'd rather have the combination of DeAndre Swift and Rashad Penny than I would Miles Sanders. I, I think that is a better combination. It's more explosive. It is, a, you know, obviously the Swift angle, a better pass catcher. The Penny angle, better bruising back, better yards after contact. It's better. Now, it's two roster spots instead of one, but I believe it's better. So I like that element to it, that it's a better 
rushing, you know, just better backfield, okay? So Hurts could be better, better backfield. Um, you have the same three top weapons at the wide receiver and tight end position between Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown and, of course, Dallas Goddard. Now, where they're similar but but a little bit different, and this is my, if I have a concern on the offense, it, it is right here, and, you know, there's always going to be the concern the quarterback gets banged up, but that that aside, my concern with the offense right now is actually more on the offensive line than anywhere else. You might be saying, Joe, what are you talking about? It's the best offensive line in the NFL. Well, it likely will be, can be, and and might be. But a couple things stand out to me. One, they're going from Isaac Sayamalu to Cam Jurgens, And from all reports over at camp, the right guard battles effectively over. Jurgens has got all the first team reps, and Steen has been now cross-training at left tackle, long right guard, and... You know, the Eagles don't usually do that when they want a player to learn a position and they're on the offensive line. So it tells me he's he's relegated to second team. So, okay. So Cam Jurgens is the, is the right guard, and we'll see what he does. Is he going to be an upgrade or even a, a just exact replica of what Isaac Sayamala was last year? I, I don't know that. I, I don't know. The other thing we don't know yet until we see it is attrition next season on... Lane Johnson, Jason Kelsey. Eventually, father time comes for every player. Now, do I think father time's going to come hit and you know really knock down Lane Johnson to peg this year? I, I don't. Could it happen to Kelsey? A little bit, maybe. I mean, there could be a little bit of erosion. We know he's still a great player, and he'll probably still be a great player. But, I mean, two of their offensive linemen, two of their most important pieces, are older. So that that is certainly part of it. But the other thing that hits me with the offensive line is I don't think there is strong depth-wise. It, it was why I was pushing for Skaronsky in the first round of the draft more than a guy like Jalen Carter, more than a guy like B. John Robinson. So, yes, Cam Jurgens is now a starter, as we assume. Okay, that's fine. He'll, he'll probably do a nice job. First, you know, Second-year player, second-round pick last year, all that. But the depth behind them is just not – it's not as good as it has been in years past. I'll put it that way. I think the offensive line depth – has a, a little suspect to it. And considering Lane was hurt last year, Kelsey's old, Dickerson always seems to have something going. He plays. It plays well. But he always he seemed to have something going on. The, the Eagles have been getting a little rest in training camp with the foot and the toe last year. So just keep an eye on that because the offensive line, you know, we, we're, we could have a situation where it's like Dennis Kelly or Jack Driscoll or Tyler Steen or Sue Opetta getting, you know, a good amount of snaps this year. And, I just think the depth on the offensive line, and it's kind of bored itself on practice, the depth on the defensive line is overwhelming. Like, they just have waves of players on that defensive front. And it seems like when the twos are out there, and it's affected Marcus Mariota a little bit in practice, when when it's you know twos versus twos, second-team offense, second-team defense, well, it's been ver- dominated by the second-team defense because they're dominating the Eagles' second-team offensive line. So while I believe Hurts will be better, while I believe – there is a real case that the running backs are better. I, I think the offense will evolve, more hot reads, more, more throws to the backs. And while the schedule probably means they're going to have to score more points, I, I do think the offensive line and another year of people watching the system um, may, you know, will give some pause to this offense being better. And, of course, the last thing, and I, I don't think this is a small thing, and I don't know the answer. I like Brian Johnson. He seems really smart, articulate. Likely on his way to being a head coach in the NFL sooner than later. A meteoric rise for he, from where he was a few years ago as a coach. But we don't know if he will be a better play caller than Shane Steichen. 
we just don't know that. And the odds are he probably won't. Maybe he'll be just as good. Will he be better? I mean, Sykin was really, really good at this. And now he's in Indianapolis. And the other thing that we don't know about this offense is how it functions without Shane Sykin. Like, how important was he? It reminds me a little bit of when Frank Reich went to Indianapolis. Like, how important was he? Now, ironically, it's, it's Shane Sykin also in Indianapolis. And you think about it, it's like, you know, the Eagles in 2021 couldn't move the football, couldn't score, couldn't do anything. And then quietly, Nick Sirianni gave Shane Steichen the offensive play calling duties around that time of the Detroit game, middle of the season, October of 2021. And from that moment through the rest of that season into the 2022 season, the Eagles became one of the handful of best offenses in the entire NFL. Like just boom, that happened. And now the guy who called those plays is gone. And he's coaching the Colts and coaching Anthony Richards, trying to develop another young athletic quarterback. So there's a lot that we don't know about how the offense will look, how it'll function, if there will be some extra wrinkles against the blitz, if the offensive line depth is enough. I think we feel good about the skill positions. I do, in a significant way. My gut feeling is the offense will be similar to last year. I don't know if I don't think they're going to score quite as many points per game. Maybe it's more in the 27 range rather than 29. I do think Jalen Hurts will be more efficient. I think they'll be more explosive in the backfield. I also believe that logic tells you the offensive line may dip a little bit in May. And hopefully that doesn't mean a, a big uptick in sacks because I think they took too many sacks last year. And a little bit of that's on coaching, Jalen, O line. So the sacks could be similar. But it is a lot to ask. It is certainly possible, and I am I am really intrigued to see it, if this offense can actually get better. And if defenses, to use the word uh, Ron Jaworski used on the morning show a couple days ago, can they decode this thing? As long as Jalen Hurts is healthy and the threat of the run is there, I don't believe it's decodable. But it's about execution. It's about health. It's about situations. There's a lot of things that go into why an offense works, why an offense doesn't work. And um, quite frankly, I can't wait to see this thing start rolling in just, well, obviously less than a month, week one against the New England Patriots. I guess a little over a month. It feels like in my mind we're there, uh, but it's a, a less than a week until the first Eagles preseason game. And uh, by the way, if anyone's going to be at open practice on Sunday, I will be there. I'll be hanging out with my, uh, my son and my daughter at open practice on Sunday. If you see me, say hi, obviously. Uh, I'd probably be wearing my Kelly Green Jalen Hurts jersey, which uh, I was uh, gifted by the Eagles along with a lot of the other shows at WIP and uh, an awesome, awesome jersey to, <clears throat> excuse me, to have. And uh, I'm excited to have it. I'll be in my, I'll be in my Hurts jersey on Sunday at open practice at the link. Appreciate everyone listening. If you see me on Sunday, say hi. And of course, uh, you know, enjoy the Eagles as they're uh, ready for an open practice in front of all of us and not too far away from some real football and maybe maybe an even better offense in 2023. Appreciate everyone listening, subscribing, following WIP Daily, and of course, our YouTube page, 94WIP. Subscribe there, follow us there for our video feed. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great day.